Okay, here's the gist. I'm a gay guy who's been living in New York City for the past three decades. I got shit to talk about. I also have awesome friends who also have a lot of shit to talk about. That's what this podcast is about, way off the record. People that you never hear from, that you need to hear from. Because trust me, girl, you need this fabulous in your life. Welcome to a special edition of Way Off the Record. I'm here talking with my boyfriend, Christian. We're going to talk about what this uh, Way Off the Record podcast has been like for us as a couple. Hello, Christian. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah? Are you yeah. excited? I'm excited. Thank <laughs> right, you good. for having me, I guess. <laughs> You're in my apartment, so <laughs> we have an apartment together. So Christian is one of the producers of Way Off the Record, and uh, I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about what he does to help this show get up and running. I mainly listen. I'm a good listener that way, and I, I try to catch things that interest me and may interest other people. Um, I, I guess I try to keep it a lot more tighter than... Scott does. Scott does most of the editing. Oh, well, actually, all of the editing. <laughs> but I I listen to the unedited version, and I listen. Which is to, messy, Queen. It's messy. It's not bad. It's not <laughs> bad. It depends on how much alcohol I've had. And by the way, um, I've come to learn doing. We have eight episodes in the in the can, as as it were. And I realize now that <clears throat> I'm really only allowed like one cocktail per interview because it sounds great when you're doing it, and then you, then I go back and edit it, edit the whole thing, and I listen to myself, and it's messy. <laughs> so that's that's always fun. I don't think it's that messy. I don't know. So one of the things Christian is really good at is um, helping me with questions and topics for the guests uh you know i uh come up with a list of questions and topics for the guests and before i send them to the guests i show them to christian and he's like yeah that's a good idea and yeah not so much this idea which really helps because you realize pretty quickly on when you're doing this that you're having a conversation yes but you're also trying to keep it within an hour, and I'm, I'm really, my goal is to sort of keep this to 45 minutes, and I'm, the last two have been about that long. So you really have to think about, you know, coming up with eight to ten topics with some questions interspersed in there um, to make sure that, you know, you spend a certain amount of time on each question, and it, 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 it has to not sound calculated, you know what I mean? But But there is a certain sort of calculation to that, and... So Christian, when um, we started this, you know, there there's everything pretty much for this project is new, um, including content and tech, and which we'll talk about in a minute. So, how do you? How is it that you were able to sort of see through the clutter in my mind? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that. What interested me? Did I say that right? Probably did. Probably didn't. It's That's, fine. You said that. <laughs> what interests me, honestly, is is people, and mm-hmm. and that's what it is. And and I think 
where I got that from was mainly skipping class and watching talk shows. Mm. I was obsessed with talk shows. Sally, just like Raphael. Sally, uh, Phil. Ricky. Ricky at 4 p.m. You're too young to remember Phil Donahue. I know. Really? Yeah. Maybe I wasn't, it wasn't something that was on when I was watching it, but. Do they have reruns of the Phil Donahue show? They had some. It was, it fell along with um, Sally Jesse because she would, I think she would come on after or before. I can't remember. She was way later though. Like, no, it's around the same time. There was the guy. There was him, Geraldo, and Sally. <laughs> Geraldo, Jesus Christ! But it was that. It was. She's it, a mess. It, <laughs> I love. You mean Geraldo? No, there's like yeah, one Geraldo. that's like okay. It's the KKK one. It's like the most. It's the it's the one to watch if you're uh, gonna watch any. Yeah, but that's like Jerry Springer territory. Yeah, but it didn't start out that way. Um, no, I, he used to be legit. He used to be like yeah. 2020 and Barbara Walters and all that shit. Oh my and then, gosh, 2020. I don't know. I, I, Jesus. The not year. a big fan. But so. um, uh, it, it was that. And it, it, within the clutter, because it's a clusterfuck of just a bunch of shit that's mm-hmm. going on in an episode. But there is that one that you could hone in and you're like, that story is really interesting. I want to hear more. And sometimes they'll focus on that one and, you know, people lost interest, but that yeah. interested me. And it, the, the, the stuff that they had to say, whether it was right or wrong, someone had a voice to say. And I think you starting this made me feel like, wow, I will be part of some sort of show that I watched when I was a kid and I continue to. Wendy Williams. But, you know. Let's hope that, that the show has the same... Um Longevity and uh, legacy that those other shows have. I think you it know, will. We'll see. <laughs> it's and you know, like podcasting is is a a great form of it, and it also feels like you're, you know, you're listening around your radio with no TV on. I mainly listen to podcasts mm-hmm. rather than watch TV. Yeah, I have, I have to say, um, I only started listening to podcasts about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I, you know, read and read books and articles and everything I could get my hands on about, you know, the fucking nightmare that we're going through right now <laughs> in our government. And I got so burnt out that, um, I needed some other outlet to get information because for some reason, and I'm just now, I have to say like three years later, just now starting to like listen to music and read nonfiction things that are not information because I got to a point where I was just burnt out, you know? And so podcasts, whether they're, you know, true crime or politics or general entertainment or things like that, like it was such a lovely kind of respite from just constantly filling my brain with information that was already on overload. So anyway, um, so the other aspect of this podcast that that I've personally been struggling with is the audio issues. Hmm. <laughs> so about 50% of the interviews so far have been remote. So it took me a while to find the right kind of online software where I could interview somebody um, 
say, in Santa Barbara, like Jordan Coburn, or L.A., like Martha Kelly, or so forth, and record them on a separate audio track, which is really important um, when you go to edit the thing. And for one of those, I think, I fucked up, of course, um, for Martha's, which was the first interview, because uh, I wasn't, I didn't have the, the, I didn't settle on the pot, the the podcast software that I ultimately ended up using, which is great. Um, and then, you know, having to deal with just when you think you have it all figured out and then there's some issue and blah, blah, blah. But it's been a kind of a fun learning curve, to be honest. Okay, so let's talk about, uh, uh, let's talk about my voice for a minute because I sound like Peter Brady when he was going through puberty. Uh, girl, I... Sunday night, we were home, we were chilling and watching movies and stuff, and we ate food that I either cooked or you cooked, or the raspberries. Uh, The raspberries. I'm going to say the raspberries, because, (laughs) listeners, let me tell you, (laughs) let me just get real real with you for a minute now. Um... I don't know, it was like 1 o'clock in the morning or 2 o'clock in the morning, and I turned yeah. to you, and I, and I had this look on my face, and you were like, what? And I said, I, something, I'm, something is going on in my body, and it's not right. And I don't know what the fuck it is. And fast forward 20 minutes, and I'm literally like that scene in Alien <laughs> when the monster comes out of that girl's mouth. That's what came out of my mouth, and it was vicious and it was horrifying and I don't know if I'm I don't think I'm the only person that thinks this but when I have violent vomiting like that I feel like I'm dying some fucking thing was in my body that needed to get out too sweet and it was literally from the moment when I looked at you and I said I don't feel right maybe 20 minutes later yeah and I went into the bathroom and I just, everything in my body just probably 30 miles an hour came out of my body. It just reminded me, at least the berries reminded me of the the scene in The Good Girl with Jennifer Aniston, how her friend, <laughs> her coworker eats berries from the side of the road and then she like dies. <laughs> But I or or that scene in Bridesmaids, except thank God it wasn't coming out of both ends; it was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> um, you know when they go to that like mm-hmm. Mediterranean restaurant. I honestly think, no lie, no tea. I swear to God, I don't blame the berries. I blame the can of Campbell's soup. Oh God, it's that. I, I don't swear. think so. I don't know. It could have been anything. Girl, honestly. you ate. Uh, Okay, so you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'm. I have. I have certain white trash foods that I love. You one do. of one of which is Velveeta. Don't judge me. It's good on a burger. It's Colby Swiss and cheddar blended all together, and it's delicious. <laughs> and fuck you if, if you're gonna judge me about that. But the other one is Campbell's bean and bacon soup. Girl, that is a disaster. And I in a and can. I don't I don't bother. I the only thing I do is open up the lid, and then I eat it with a spoon, Mm-mm. and it's delicious. No. And normally, you know, in my fifty three years, I've never had a problem. I don't know. It was a combination of that and the 
the raspberry. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was not cute. And so I had three of those violent purges. And in between, there was maybe... The, between the, fir- the first two, there was like a couple hours. The second... From the second to the third, there was maybe four hours, which was all water, because all I was drinking was water. Mm-hmm. And after that, my body went into like major shock. And all I could do was lay supine in bed and just pray that I wasn't dying. Because, you know, you feel like you're dying. It was a fucking nightmare. And that's, and I did, so that was Sunday night, right? Um, Monday night, Monday day, Monday night, totally in bed, uh, fever, unable to move. It was a, it was horrifying. All of New Year's Eve until the last half an hour when your brother and Darshin came over. Yeah. Um, finally felt good enough to actually like walk, you know, and barely. And we had a nice New Year's Eve as it was. Anyway, um, so that was that was uh, my New Year's Eve. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. We're dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. All the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to sing a sleighing song tonight. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, um, Christmas with your family was lovely, as always. Yeah. Christian is a Dominican. Uh, tell us about your family, Christian. Oh, boy. Uh, my, my mom's side is pretty calm. I usually spend holidays with them and now we kind of just interchange with uh, your family and mine. But this year we actually spent it with my family through, from, from Thanksgiving to, uh, to Christmas. Uh, uh, we went to my goddaughter's. Uh, house. It was my cousin, well, my daughter and his daughter is my cousin Robert. Uh, oh, right. Can we talk about that apartment for a minute? I know. Jesus Fucking Christ. the skyline is just everything. What, 10th Avenue and 40 something? Well, do we want to give addresses? No, yeah. We don't give address, just general area. Oh, okay. Anyway, Midtown, like, it is far west. Gorgeous. Amazing. There's video somewhere of me and Alice. Oh, I thought her name was Nancy. Nancy. Jesus Christ. Sorry. I'm probably wrong, too. No, I think it is Nancy. I think every time we hang um, out with my family and she's over, it's like Scott and her. It's she like is my spirit animal. They run to a corner and I plot. I this woman. And we smoke and we gossip and we drink. And she's fabulous. She took me up to the roof. There's that Peter Brady voice. Forgive me. <laughs> She took me up to the roof to show me the 360-degree view of Midtown, but west, you know? So it's not like, you know, you have a certain amount of distance where where you can see, you can actually see Empire State Building and all, you know, the Midtown buildings and stuff, and it's beautiful. She took me up there without checking with Nashira and Robert, um, (laughs) because I know that they wanted to bring the whole family up and, you know, show them their 
apartment and stuff. And so she had her own ideas, and we had the best time. We took like a little video somewhere on my phone. Yeah, I, I, when I got there, they were like, I think, I think Scott and my mom are on the roof, and I'm like, oh. She's yeah, like, yeah, we, we wanted to take you guys up there. And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. It's it's fine. There's food. There's pork. This is like the one time a year where pork is essential in my family. I'm done with pork, by the way. Really? Oh, that pork was so good. Though. I'm so over it. I think when it comes to the holidays, like... You're literally making pork chops for dinner tonight, so... <laughs> I am, but it's... it's Okay, you so know you're what? you're done with the pork. I'm kind of done with pork. <laughs> a pork chop I could handle, but, like, a whole, like, pork thigh or pork oh, I shoulder, know. I I'm know. kind of just... I'm tired out and that, and I'm so happy that this year there wasn't lasagna, because it's, like, the one food that I dread... Mainly, <laughs> mainly because you have, in my family, when you make lasagna, you have it for several days. So if there's um, lasagna, you are eating this this thing. Lasagna does not last in my family for several days. Oh, no. I literally look at it and and die. <laughs> that, that's lasagna to me. That's, that's my home with lasagna. <laughs> so anyway, I'm Italian and French heritage. Christian is Dominican. And... The cultures are remarkably similar. You know, it's food-centric, it's family-centric. It's about food and family at the table and talking and gossip and fun. And I have to say, the last four years that we've been together... Four years. I know. I'm really grateful to have you in my life, Mm. obviously. And I'm also really grateful to have your family in my life. And in fact, your mom texted me on New Year's Day... (laughs) And this is what she said. She said, Happy New Year's, Scott. You are special in our family. God bless you. Oh, that's mom. She loves you. And I know that. But that's the first time she's actually texted me. Usually she sends me some, like, inspirational (coughs) meme on (coughs) Facebook Messenger. and, And that's cute and everything. But she actually texted me saying that you are special in our family. God bless you. So thank you, Luisa. That's Christian's mom. So uh, what are we looking forward to in 2020? Looking forward to 2020. It's 20-fucking-20. Can you believe it? 2020. Hugh Downs and Barbara Walters. (laughs) This is 2020. Um... What I'm looking forward, uh, what I'm looking forward to in uh, 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 2020 is is uh, more growth. As w- what I mean by that is, apart from saving and things like that, but growth w- within us, our relationship, and getting cleaning, and cleaning, and purging, and purging, and I think we've gotten stronger. This year has been a pretty a pretty cool test. Um, not that it's been hard or not, but understanding us more and knowing what we both want and being collective in it, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm also looking forward to travel. We, we have been traveling a lot, and now it's sort of like... I mean, I've always had this idea that we're going to be traveling for a forever home in a different country, but, you know, I'm yeah, looking... Europe. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward 
to exploring more and thinking outside the box as to where, like, I've never, and I know this is not in the plan, but never in a million years did I ever think, like, ooh, would I live in Egypt? Like, I... Oh, no, girl, we're not living in Egypt. No, but I'm saying, it's like... I love like, Egypt, but it's like I'm I not thought, living there. I swear to God, I had a whole <laughs> thought, and I said, shit, man, I, I, it's lovely there. I loved it, and I actually miss it. I know, I do too. So it's just, I mean, I would not live there unless Jean lives there. Shout so out to like, Jean, <laughs> Jalen, and Shannon... Uh, Squire, uh, sorry, uh, Wood, who hosted us, and we had the most amazing time mm-hmm. in Egypt. I mean, life, life, dream trip. It was, amazing. and it was like a year ago. I, I, I still More have than a year ago. Yeah, and I'm so horrible in posting because I'm I'm also doing this thing where it's like I'm gonna get off social media completely and probably just dedicate my social media content to justice program um instagram we by the way way off the record is on facebook uh twitter and instagram and they're all at like at w-o-t-r pod so way off the record pod w-o-t-r pod um so Yes, Christian is uh, gonna take the helm. Yeah, for the po- for the social laugh. on Instagram because I still can't figure out that fucking platform. <laughs> it confuses me. It's so easy. I am the only person that doesn't understand it. Girl, I, I get lost in Instagram. I get to the to the. I get lost in the in the, the user interface. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It's just posting a picture, girl. It's just posting a picture. I just I know, love but it's it. Like, it's about like hashtags and like the whole marketing thing and shit like See, that. See, I'm, and I'm getting used to like I'm starting to learn the millennial in me. I'm starting. I'm starting to learn. How to use the hashtag? Like I still don't understand it. I still call it the dollar sign, but <laughs> I I don't know. I can't. I get. I get lost. Somehow, in it. like the hashtags actually matter. Like they have to be meaningful, obviously, to what what the post is about. <clears throat> and I'm still learning that whole thing too. So this whole thing is a learning curve, and it's fine. Um, I'm looking forward to you know since I got my. Italian passport. Hey. Um, it was a year ago in October. So the most majority of the trips that we've taken, except for Egypt, have been sort of exploratory, like London, Paris, Barcelona, where we got mugged twice, by the way. Um, <laughs> no shade to the Spanish, but we're thinking about Spain, not Barcelona. We're thinking about Spain. We're going to check out Paris again, because we have to, because we only spent like a day and a half there and it's Paris, you know, so we're looking into that. Um, we're hoping, uh, to find, I don't know, personally, I'm hoping to find like a quieter place to settle, not necessarily quiet and sound, but quieter in pace of life. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to end this with both of our picks for favorite holiday Song and favorite holiday movie. Christian, what are your favorite holiday song and movies? Movie. Um, my favorite, my my favorite holiday movie 
is, I believe, I'm going to get the date wrong, but uh, I think it's the 1930, the 1930s version of A Christmas Carol. Oh, with Natalie Wood. Wait, no. No, that oh. is that is um, Miracle on 34th Street. Street. No, uh, it's um, it's the most scariest. It's the scariest one. Oh right. Um, and it's so great because I is that with Lon Chaney? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's <clears throat> on it, which is Get weird. Get your phone, girl. Oh. IMDb the shit. Well, as I'm doing that, um, it's my favorite one. It's the scariest one. It feels like it's the truest one as well. Especially since I've never read uh, that was it uh, the Dickens is it Dickens? Mm-hmm. Um, I never read it, but I had a teacher when I was younger read it to the class, and when I saw that movie came on um, <coughs> uh, uh, the a TNT, mm. I saw it and I was just like. I feared going to bed. Like, I was afraid. <laughs> and I thought that that was the coolest thing. And the second favorite, because I, I have to mention it, is the Christmas story. I mean, nothing beats oh, of course. You're Gonna Shoot Your Eye Out. Which I mean, I've never seen the whole version of. Oh, I know, I, I know. I, I know. watch it once a year. Once a year I watch it. And I watch the U-Log once a year. Oh, you do? <laughs> you The first time I watched the U-Log, it was on WPVX. And oh, Picks. Yeah. And Picks I, 11. And I was so pissed because it was just like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> but I sat there, and it was the first year that I... It's mesmerizing. No, I was pissed because Santa Claus didn't bring me <laughs> no presents that year. It was the year that I found out that there was no Santa. No. And I, girl, I kept... How old were you? I, <laughs> I think 28. I was, Shut up. You're a bitch. I was, I think I was probably 12, 13. And I, I went to my, I went, I would go to my room periodically and, oh, he just, he just forgot. He just forgot. And I would go back and then the end of the day happened and I was going to Angela's house and I said, yeah, there's no Santa. Fuck you. (laughs) And I hated Christmas since. All right, I have to I have to plug this movie that I've made you watch ad nauseum, I suppose, called Home for the Holidays. Mm-hmm. It's Jodie Foster's first directorial slash producing movie with Egg Productions. Um, it's just it's so brilliant. It's for anybody like myself that um, left home you know at a certain age and when they go back for the holidays all the things come back and they're 14 years old again and holly hunter robert downey jr our brother and sister and fucking bancroft and charles durning may they both rest in peace are the parents it's brilliant it's you can watch that movie and i have watched that movie probably scores of times and you can always get something new i highly recommend it home for the holidays 
So, Christian, what's your favorite Christmas song? And I know the answer. Okay, Girl. but that's not because it's it, the reason why. The reason why all I want for Christmas is my favorite song, because it's it, and the way it is. I mean, it's it's just a perfect Christmas song. It's a great song. It's it's the greatest Christmas song ever. I'm sorry. It's and not only that. It's the newest it's the, it's the youngest christmas song out there i love the version when she was in rockefeller center and they turned off like the main music and it was you just don't have to vocal, be rude like that and it was you know everybody has a bad day a fucking train wreck i'm sorry mariah don't I be sorry you. i she love you money. mariah i do but you know come on girl i i think it's just you know and it, it's it's the one christmas song where it's like it just gives you everything. And it just, like, literally made the top ten. Yeah. It's like, record-breaking. Like, how many years? Like, 30 years old is that song? I think it's, like, about 20, maybe? 20 years old. My favorite song, I have to say, is part of my favorite album, <laughs> a Christmas album of all time. And yes, this is going to sound cliche don't judge me, is the best gift from Barbara Streisand um, Christmas album, the best Jewess Christmas album ever made. It's so over the top, and there's some, like, really, like, ridiculous songs. But Jingle Bells is amazing. Oh, yeah. Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle All the Way. I've like, never heard so a, version, a version like, I like n- that I have never in my either. Life. And props to Barb. Props to Babs. We love you. We do. Barbara Streisand. Um, the Best Gift. Uh, Barbara Streisand Christmas album. Is genius. And so with that, we will leave you, dear listeners... With all best wishes for peace, happiness, and prosperity in 2020. We've got a long road ahead of us, given what's going on. So, here's to 2020. Here's to 2020. I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye. has been written, edited, and produced by Scott Ambrosino, also produced by Christian Hernandez. And we are available on all platforms where you get your podcasts. And drop us a line on social media. We can be reached at the at sign W-O-T-R pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks for listening. <laughs>